morning. Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. I sound a little nasal this morning, <clears throat> which I admittedly do. A little congested. Especially in the AM, though. But... Whole family's congested, you know. They're all blowing their noses and talking about scratchy throats and all this shit. Taking uh, allergy medicine. I said, guys, my wife especially. Doesn't sound like allergies to me, you know? Sounds like a cold. So I COVID tested everyone, everyone's negative. So that's good. But you know my don't sound like my normal they will once the phlegm kind of once I get moving here just like a just like a ram 5, 5.7 liter needs to kind of get a little warmed up on these 48 degree mornings Jesus Christ that guy must have a tiny Peter you know I need to do the same thing so anyway Feeling otherwise pretty good, other than a little congestion. But I want my <laughs> back. <clears throat> Can't get these loogies out. I'm doing it with copious amounts of H2O and a strong brewed chock full of nuts coffee. I'll take a little sip on that. That's good. So I had a little epiphany this morning, you know, somewhat of an epiphany. My son, you know, he's been complaining about his scratchy throat. He missed a day of school this week. And then they were off for whatever reason yesterday. So he did practice his football. My daughter did go to cheer. Uh, my wife did go to work. I have been at the office and I felt pretty good. But uh, as I'm, my son's the last to leave this morning, <clears throat> oh, the rest of the family and I, then I leave. Good farewell to our mommy girl. And I'm off into the morning. It's a beautiful morning, by the way. We got a friggin' clear sky aside from some purple and orange accented uh, clouds. So beautiful. Love these fall mornings, man. They are sure are gorgeous. So I'm talking to my son this morning, and he says... I said, all right, man, you ready for your game? 
this is like, I guess the, they're, they're, they're undefeated, okay? My son's freshman football squad is undefeated. And he said that this, this particular team they're going to be playing today, Bucks Ma Championship, something or other, you know, it's supposed to be a good team. Well, it's great. We want to play the best so we can test ourselves against them and beat them and learn from them. You know, it's obviously it's stressful to play um, a really difficult team. But, you know, the my son's squad being undefeated, they've obviously done very well. they got some feathers in their cap. This is their last game of the regular season, and then... There's always some dork squad of like uh, <clears throat> some dork squad of uh, private school kids that the coach is fine and they want them to play. And anyway, <clears throat> they're playing today. It's going to be a tough team playing against, and my son, given that he doesn't feel like he's 100%, whatever he's got going on here, call it allergies, call it a cold, at least it's not the COVID cooties, right? <laughs> he was kind of talking himself out of his best performance, he's like, yeah, well, you know, um, you know, scratchy throat, and I don't know, you know, I just, playing a really hard team, and like, Yesterday when I practiced, my when I was running around, like just breathing, just breathing heavy, um, labored breathing as he's tearing around the field. He's on the entire game. Um, you know, my throat hurt. I said, okay, well, you know, two schools of thought. You know, first of all, if you're sick, then you shouldn't even be going to school. But if you feel like you're well enough to play, then what you need to do is force a mental strength on a physical weakness. I said you need to fucking go out there. You need to make this your best game. Even though you don't feel your best, you need to go out there and fucking get the win in. You don't want to have give your, get in the habit of giving yourself a pass because I wasn't, you know, this these were the circumstances... I wasn't feeling good, I didn't sleep well last night, I, you know, broke up with my girlfriend, whatever the fuck it was. The human mind has tremendous capabilities, as I pointed out in the 20-something minute long, this is your nervous system talk that I just posted a couple days ago. We can will a lot of things to happen. You know, we can talk ourselves into success or failure. And I feel like a lot of folks, a lot of times, we've all done it. We give ourselves a pass because of the circumstances. Well, I guess it's, you know, I wasn't at my best because of this, that, and the other thing. And while that is a, a reality, you know, sometimes it just... That's why in professional teams, 
you see all these uh, questionable, you know, next to their names. Your favorite football player, questionable. Oh, why? Oh, well, he's got an illness, uh, non-COVID illness, or you got a calf strain. And you're thinking, well, that's not, shouldn't be a big deal. Well, try to run full throttle around a football field. Try to do anything 100% when you are, you've got a, you know, a chink in your armor. It's difficult. So they'll take uh, Antonio Brown or Tom Brady or, you know, whoever. Say, okay, you know, questionable. Or then, then they'll make it. Hopefully not, but they'll put an O for out. And if somebody's really hurt bad enough, they'll put them on the IR, injured reserve, right? Nobody likes to be out of commission. Nobody likes to do not feel like they're 100%, but you know what? That's like every day. If you think about it, you could come up with an excuse every single day as to why you didn't you know, come home with the win or you didn't have your version of victory for that day. Eating a little oatmeal here. Delicious. Maybe, um, you know, maybe you're sick, maybe you're tired, maybe you're sick and tired, maybe you didn't sleep well last night, maybe, uh, you know, you got a fucking rumbly in your tumbly, a little indigestion, maybe you had a string of bad luck or whatever the fuck it is. Some sort of feeling that you get, physical or mental, that you're just not number. You're not at your best right now. And again, I urge people to listen to that internal dialogue and to listen to their bodies. It is important, but. The last thing that I would want to do would be to license my son to uh, just, okay, yeah, man, well, you're not your best, you know, you just get, do what you can, man, I, I hope you can do it, because if you, but if you get that sort of mental mindset going on, if you, if you figure that, hey, well, I'm not my best, but I'm going to give it my best try, I'll see how I feel then you're dead, okay, you are fucked, you're not going to win, you're not going to rise to the occasion, so you have to get in your mind the opposite, sometimes, despite the obstacles, despite what your mind or your body is telling you, within reason, you need to reprogram yourself to just say, you know what, I feel great, I'm going to fucking do it anyway, or... I feel like shit, good, I'm going to fucking do this despite feeling like shit, 
I'm going to make those plays despite feeling like shit. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to make, you know, these receivers pay. I'm going to score points. I'm going to come home with touchdowns. I'm going to, you know, get interceptions and run them back for a pick six. That is a beautiful thing. That sort of triumph against the odds. That is phenomenal. There's nothing better than that. So here's where it gets tricky. Maybe apples and oranges, I don't know. I came home last night and I put this in my mind. I mean, that trying to view it in the same light. Basically, I'm about ready for a change, you know. I'm ready to maybe step away from my teaching appointments, you know. It's hard to stomach because I went to school for an additional three years beyond my doctorate so that I could learn how to best teach anatomy and physiology to an undergraduate audience, undergraduate nursing students, you know, in a class of 30 or something, when we had to go do our little practicum and stand in the middle of a, you know, before a bunch of our peers in that room, a bunch of adults who were practicing chiropractors and acupuncturists and whatever. Stand in the in the in the front of the room and teach them like my students. I didn't flinch, I didn't flutter, I didn't stutter. I kicked fucking ass, and the teachers, oh my god, you're like a gifted uh, communicator. I don't know, you're really. <clears throat> and you know, I, I I think I am. I think I can do a very good job. With these students, I love my interactions with them. I like helping them. I like to see them, you know, working towards their goals and meeting and exceeding them. First in the scholastic, you know, setting, and then later out in practice, and then come back and say, "Hey, Doctor O, yeah, yeah, Doctor O, remember us and A and P one, two, three, A and P, and all the little things you did." I do remember them. I remember all of them. But as I have communicated before, I'm out here getting my ass kicked. I'm tired. I don't feel at my best when I'm doing all these things that I'm doing. On the one hand, you know, always going on about how practice is so rewarding and I love my patience and you know but you know it's hard work and there are days that I don't feel my best and there are days that I feel like oh man I'm so stressed I'm gonna you know I'm, I'm working so hard it's exhausting 
teaching is not necessarily physically or mentally exhausting. It's actually rather easy. But it's time. Time out of my life. Time to go to class like I'm going now. Teach, grade papers, do all this stuff. It's just some extra stuff that I do that I'm not so sure I want to have to do anymore. I'm minoring in teaching, so I do it part-time. It's not tremendously taxing to me, but it's another, it's, it's one of the main things that I do that in, in terms of my work that takes my time. And so should I suck it up and just drive on and be like, you know what, I can do it. There's no big deal. I've done it this, this long. I can do it for another, you know, 10 years. If I stick with it, maybe I can parlay it into some kind of retirement you know, teach during retirement from my practice which is uh, maybe maybe 15 years off up off in the in the future I'm not sure but I'm in a good spot right now Career-wise, I'm fulfilled. I make a good living. I can kind of manipulate my schedule if I need to. But I'm trying to be smart about identifying things that I'm doing right now that maybe have me doing too much. Like it just it's just a lot. You know, I make it look easy. But it's a lot, you know. I've talked about how I, I want to carve more and I don't have time. I don't have enough time to to devote to that. I have weekends basically at this point. So it bothers me that I that I can't devote more time to that when it's a growing aspect of my life, my business, and my uh, creative flow. So I'd like to carve more. I could devote a few more hours per week to my practice if I wasn't teaching. It would just be, you know, one less thing that I have to do. And mind you, I don't just teach at one facility. I teach three classes at one facility. And I teach another class on the doctorate level. And I've been pondering shit canning that as well. 
all that to say, I'm considering quitting teaching. Last night I wrote a letter to my boss, who's been nothing but kind to me. He's been wonderful. I can honestly say that my interactions with staff, faculty, students have been unbelievable. They've been great. So it's been an overwhelmingly positive experience teaching. <clears throat> I just smell the winds of... Uh, Change. I feel the winds of change blowing. And man, I sure could use rather than flying down here to Gwynedd on my Tuesday and Thursdays. It sure would be nice if I was sleeping in, getting things done around the house. And Helping my wife manage everything, being a better father and husband. Just have more time, just taking a stand and saying, you know what, I'm doing too much. Oh, yeah. I'm doing too much right now. I need a break. I need to step away. And I'm sure I'll miss it. And I'm not a quitter. And it's easy. I could continue doing it forever. But on the one hand, I, I kind of feel like I've done everything I want I want to do. <clears throat> I'm not making a ton of money at it. full-time academic undergraduate teaching appointments seem to be few and far between and also seem to be very well guarded. In other words, they don't want to hire me full-time. And if they ever did, say they did today, what would I do then? I'm not going to it's not going to be lucrative enough for me to justify closing my practice, nor would I ever step away from, you know, the doctor-patient relationship. I've, it's very special to me. It's healthy balance is, has been a big part of my life. So I'm going to be doing that for the foreseeable future. That's my bread and butter. <clears throat> so anyway, I just think I'm, I'm seeing the irony. Because here I'm telling my, my son that he needs to grit it out, suck it up, and because he doesn't feel like doing something, he wants to do something, but he doesn't feel like he's at his best. Maybe it's a little bit of a different story. That's one thing I could tell myself, right? It's different what I'm doing, you know. Yeah, son, go out there when you gotta. You don't feel 100% physically, and do your best. Well, what if he gets hurt? God forbid. 
and me, I'm an adult, I know a little bit more, I have a little more perspective as to, you know, the resources to go around, and obviously I've done the math on this, and reading the plays, and have all these considerations to talk about, it's not as simple as, you know, playing a one to two hour football game, right, this is, you know, my time, my money, my passions, I have to make tough decisions, but I feel like something's got to go. I do kind of feel like something's got to go right now. I feel and it ain't going to be chiropractic, and it, it's not going to be my wood carving. And teaching is something that is is uh, consuming a little bit of extra of my time for not a big payoff. So we'll see what happens, but it's interesting... I think maybe we're all like this, but I certainly am. I'll start thinking. I'll start the wheels of turning about something, you know. I told a couple friends, talked to the wife. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm not really feeling it. I might want to step away from teaching. There's that crossing guard with a full fucking outfit. <clears throat> full fluorescent yellow outfit. Um, what was I saying? So I don't know how I feel about it, you know? There's part of me that really enjoys just driving into the college and walking in and it's so fucking easy it's so it's a privilege to be in front of young people teaching them something that I love I certainly would never forget it man it's it's been wonderful but it's uh it's going to be one of those things where if I got a plate full of stuff and I can imagine where I would start to you know, clean that plate up a little bit and organize it a little bit better. Justify a change. I'd probably have to take teaching off the plate. So I didn't send that email to my boss. And I'm going to review it this afternoon. And I'll run it by my wife. And I'll really consider it. Maybe take the next couple days to see what's what. I basically finish out this semester or maybe even the academic year. And then in the fall 2022, I'll be, be done. You know. That's what I'm thinking about doing. And it's crazy because I know there's some people who would be listening to this podcast that actually uh, are teachers full-time, and our folks that, um, whom I confided in, uh, when I was trying to pursue a teaching position, I really like this, I really love the material, I really love anatomy and physiology, I always wanted to teach, I'm curious about what it would be like, it's going to be a lot to manage, the practice and teaching, but I guess I could close the day, and we'll see what happens, if they ever offer me a full-time position, what would I do, 
<clears throat> and the encouragement that was was offered, I appreciated it, and the mentoring, and it was it was great. You know who you are, but um, I mean, obviously, I got to do what I got to do. Just a lot, and I don't like to be. You know, just like my son could say, you know, Dad, I don't, you know, I just, yeah, you know, I, I will force my will on it. I will force a mental strength on a physical weakness and go out there and I'm going to freaking win this game. But I don't want to, I don't really like, like playing when I'm not 100%. That's completely reasonable, right? And it's completely reasonable for me not to want to <clears throat> do the many things that I'm doing when I'm not at 100%, you know, and I, I used to, you know, there were many years that I sucked up hard work and sacrifice and all that stuff we all have, right, and done things just because, you know, you had to do them, just keep going one foot in front of the other, imagine if this was, you know, turn of the century or something like that, and we were working in some, you know, some factory, and that's just what we did. You're never going to get out of this town. You got a wife and kids now, boy, now son. You got to fucking work. You know, you're going to be in that factory to the day you die. And you go home and your peace of mind is to sit back in your recliner and watch some crap TV on a fucking big ass wooden TV console where you got three fucking channels and you drink a, yourself into oblivion and you get up the next morning, put on your fucking work clothes and head on in. I mean, <clears throat> this is what it was for many people for so long, right? So now we have a prerogative. We can, we have, I mean, shit, you can get a job anywhere these days. Places are begging for people hire, to hire. I could probably find another part-time job that would require, require less work than teaching. And uh, I could do it remotely. I could fucking dig dishes. I'd probably walk onto this construction site over here. Hey, you guys need somebody to run and get you coffee? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <clears throat> I'm very well employed. I am my own boss. I make good money. I have a good life. I want more time is what it comes down to. And when I think about teaching, it might be something I really, really enjoy. But I ain't got a shitload of time. want some of it back. Anyway, so that's what I got going on right now. I got uh, a few patients this afternoon, this morning and this afternoon. And we'll rock and roll through that. And then I'm going to be at that football game that I was just talking about for the last half hour. Cheering my son on. Reminding him how important it is. Just drive on, suck it up, do your best. When you're in a tight spot, I guess my equivalent to that is my day-to-day, -day, um, you know, forcing a mental strength on a physical weakness. I do that all the time as an adult because I'm tired, because I, you know, just exhausted from the week or from the work or whatever. It's hard, you know? 
But as soon as I walk into this lecture hall, yeah, I'm going to be like, all right, you ready to take your exam? And that's what they're doing this morning. <clears throat> Closing, I just spied a... Uh, This is even noteworthy, but there was a woman sitting on a steamroller just waiting for orders, getting her steamroller fucking warmed up, ready to do some more paving on Route 202 here, and she's just sitting there looking at her phone. Not many women, as far as I know, that that run steamrollers. Good for her. In a man's world of construction... Occupation dominated by men historically. You should get some friggin' ladies out there. Start running the show. Getting shit done. I don't know what's up with this fucking traffic, but it better get going here. Alright, kick ass and take names. I'll talk to you later. <laughs>